0: Hello, thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Keep It Real Sis podcast, where we talk about things that, well, aren't the easiest to talk about. I'm your host, Zaniya Boykin, and here we understand that vulnerability paired with authenticity is a perfect combination for healing and for connecting with others. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed filming it. This right here is my swag. All the boys all know me. Damn, everybody pay attention. This right here is my pretty girl swag. Pretty girl swag. Pretty girl swag. Pretty girl swag. Guys, So I sat down with one of my muses, one of my biggest inspirations when it came to writing, Miss Mika. Um, She's a Harlem native and she was one of the first writers I saw on Exo Nicole that reminded me of me in real life because we have a lot of the real life experiences. She's an amazing writer, an amazing um, person on the inside and you can tell from her writing how cool she is she's just the same on paper as she is on the internet and i just love that so without further ado i want you to meet miss pretty girl mika all right welcome to the keep it sis (laughs) welcome to the keep it real sis podcast i got a pretty ass bitch with me everything pretty everything honey energy all of it. <laughs>
1: hello. Huh? No, I was just saying hello. I was saying it's
0: good. What's goody goody? What part of New York are you from? I didn't even realize.
1: I'm originally from Harlem. Right now I live in Brooklyn because Harlem be wildin' with the rain. Right. <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> it's cool. That's why you talk spicy. You talk educated, honey. Harlem. <laughs> <laughs> so you're so fresh.
1: A renaissance, a
0: renaissance woman. Right. Right. Yeah, I'm from New Jersey. And so I guess being from the outside looking in allows me to appreciate you guys a lot more. You probably be like, it's just regular. And I'm like, well, no, <laughs> it's not.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but I definitely feel that like, way. Like it's hella regular, but to everybody else, it's like, oh my god, you're from New York, you're from Harlem. <laughs> no, Camon, Um, no, my nigga.
0: Like <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like if you do go to Jimmy, is it Jimmy Jazz? Like they used to just be outside, like just chilling, like. it's...
1: I mean, I can't front. I definitely have randomly seen Dipset in the like, you saying? Know, like, there's other things besides Dipset that, that you can associate Harlem
0: with, you know? Yes, a Renaissance woman, honey.
1: Mm-hmm. And I
0: think part of being a women-science woman is really the way that we approach femininity and we approach sisterhood and we approach just navigating as women, right? Yeah. Like, it's just... I feel like as a society we have been so like accustomed to pretty bitches from the, on the outside you know but there was like this golden era like between like the 80s and the you know early 2000s where there was like TRL um 106 in Park where people had to show up as themselves and be liked mm-hmm. for being themselves and be kind of Gotten away from that, like where you have these people who are gorgeous on the outside, and their personality can be manufactured behind a curtain like the Wizard of Oz, like
1: <laughs> I felt a hundred percent
0: right, it's just a little I don't know, and that's why I just I can feel your energy from your writing, from your from your videos from the way that you interact with people on your page and it's just like she's actually like pretty on the inside
1: I appreciate that because I don't have time for ugly people on the inside like <laughs> energy is just not in any way uplifting and it does not help me feel better in the morning so yeah mm. I'm gonna be me, and I'm not like a mean girl like period that's all you're gonna get
0: right I'm gonna get hype on a bitch in a second though like if you really cross a boundary that's about it cause you can't just I don't know I feel like sometimes you just I'm cause I'm such a sweet person I have to wild out like because if not then the person is just gonna keep on habitual line stepper
1: <laughs> like yeah <laughs> no I feel that that's
0: a Dave Chappelle quote a habitual line stepper <laughs> So, how important are rituals in your keep keeping your beauty, uh, your pretty bitch energy up?
1: Do you mean like rituals, period, or uh specifically like beauty, beauty related? Rituals, rituals?
0: period, because it's more than just beauty. So
1: yeah, of course. I mean, I feel like rituals and just routines in general are good for just good energy. Like the worst part of a day for me is when i wake up and i'm feeling frantic i don't really know which direction to take as far as like what i'm doing today or how i'm doing it and i feel like rituals whether it's like me making sure i get a nice little breakfast in some caffeine so i'm nice to everybody i interact with or i'm making sure i'm making time for myself doing my skincare taking a nice bubble bath like rituals definitely like centers my energy so i know i'm coming into every situation with the best energy because lord knows you don't want to meet her that woke up at 3 p.m because she wasn't feeling like getting out of bed and now she being rude like i just don't want (laughs) to be that person right and i feel like that's where rituals and routines come into play
0: now let me ask you this because you know Mm -hmm. men love to watch they just love that shit like and women love that shit um I don't want to assume that anyone is, you know, just mm-hmm. into one thing. But it's just, like, how do you, when you are with um, another person or you having someone else in your space, how do you approach those rituals?
1: Um, Honestly, like, my rituals going to happen regardless. Period. So I, <laughs> yeah. I hate to, I hope this doesn't sound rude, but, like, When I have my mind set on, like, I have to do something at a certain time or a certain way, like, it's going to happen. So if you're entering my space, I feel like you have to be comfortable with the fact that I kind of set aside this certain amount of time for myself. And either you can get with it or not. I'm sorry, but, like, at the end of the day, I'm always going to put myself in the things that I know help center my energy first. Period. Um, Yeah. And it's just, I just keep it that simple. Like, just stop making, like, I don't know how to um, say it correctly, but just, like, not putting aside the things that I know I need to do for myself. But that's what makes you sexy. That's
0: what makes you sexy. You can't be doing that. That's why the skin is glowing. Yeah.
1: Like, that's why the
0: body is snatched because it's just, like, you're not going to stop. For, for anything, because it's for you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like, oh, go ahead, baby.
1: Oh, no, I was going to say, I just feel like I went through a short stint. And then, um, Like, particularly dealing with men, where, like, I would put, like, the things that I needed to do for myself aside to accommodate them. And once I found out and realized that that shit was not working, I had to do it. And I feel like that's why I'm so gun ho on, like, listen, do what you need to do. For you, before you like accommodate the needs of others, whether it's friends, family, work, like hey, make a wait. Right. It's just like you why treat yourself you. like Michael
0: Kors when you are Saint Laurent, right? Like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I love that.
1: No shade, but.
0: <laughs> no shade. It's no shade. It's really. Did I yeah. shade
1: anybody? like
0: (laughs) it's really not like and i'm just happy that we're getting to this point where it's just like i am a luxury and my luxury is a lifestyle you know what i'm saying like no apology
1: (laughs) and i feel like that's a big just a generally generally speaking a big part of having pretty bitch energy is just like Being so centered within yourself that people can help to gravitate towards your energy because it just feels so good. It makes them feel good. You feeling good about yourself, if that makes sense,
0: right? I think that's so true because it's like you can bargain hunt for Saint Laurent. Don't get it wrong. Like you can, (laughs) you know what I'm saying. But it's still Saint Laurent, you know. So it's like (laughs) it's like you gotta really like put. We have to put ourselves in that pedestal um, in every false facet of our lives, not just with beauty. Like, I feel yeah. like this beauty industry is saturated with people who, are, like I said, they're gorgeous on the outside. On the inside, they are hollow. they ugly. Yeah. <laughs> no, I feel that 100 a 1,000%. Like, obviously, I've been in
1: beauty for, like, hella long, and I want to say a, probably... Hmm, i was i would say 2019 2019 towards the end like i just started realizing like how ugly a lot of people in the beauty industry are like right. it's just crazy to the point where like someone like me who's literally like my first job was as a beauty consultant like I, my whole life has been beauty my too. To like, <laughs> go ahead yeah, for me to feel like that I don't want to be a part of this industry no more because I can't come in contact with all this ugly energy like that's just like that's just a terrible way to feel about something you're truly passionate about
0: period so yeah no I remember my, my as yeah. you mm-hmm. go ahead I put, cut you off go ahead
1: now I was just going to say and as you can see a lot of these people that be in the beauty industry whether it's behind a brand an influencer whatever the case may be they start showing that ugliness you give them the right opportunity and
0: that ugliness is going to come out. It sure is. I remember I had started at Macy's. um, Same. Floating. And then from there, I jumped to Sephora. I came, mm-hmm. I saw, I conquered, and then went to Lancome. And okay, nice. I Lan- like Lancome Lancome is really good because they really do need, they teach you the old school way. Now, you're not going to yeah. have fun at the conventions because everybody is taught, even with what they're taught, they're still going to be ugly. But most of those women in those rooms were picked because they were pretty on the inside. You can't be a long-come girl and not at least pretend like you. Like, you got to have it. You got to be the best pretender in the world. (laughs) (laughs) Because Paris is the city of love at the end of the day. So it's like, you have to be the best pretender of the world to be ugly. And I've seen, you know, but most of the people that I met there are very, very warm and they changed my heart a lot. Like, they changed my heart about the beauty industry. Of course, I couldn't stay there for very long um, because mm-hmm. I was at Lord and & Teller, and you see they closed. So oh, yeah. I was like, I got to get the hell up out of here. And I had went to Elf, and Elf is closed, too. And that was my last stop. I said, y'all, I'm living my best life. I, I ain't going back and forth with you bitches. And I left, and I went to a desk job. I'm like, I'm done. But it's just like, at the mall is where so many people are just allowed to be free. Women, men, cis, like non cis gendered. And everyone just gets to be at the mall. You know what I'm saying? And so yeah. it's really hard. Like I noticed that at the mall. Like you have your sharks. But like it's really hard to be ugly at it's it's really Depending on the mall, because I'm from New Jersey, to give context. <laughs> but, like, it's just, I don't know. I guess I just focus on the light, and that's probably a, um, it's something that I'm balancing out. But I just, I look back at those times, and I'm like, yo, I had so much fun. No, I
1: definitely did, too. And don't get me wrong. It was some times working in beauty, especially as, like, I don't want to say lower level, but like you really starting from the bottom. when, like in the counters at the mall, right? And when I tell you, I would come to work and I would just be so happy to just play with products and teach things. And people would come with the nastiest attitude, like "Ma'am, who's shatting your cereal?" Because like, why are you coming to (laughs) exactly? Like, why are you coming to the beauty counter? Mad with your nose turned up. Like, I'm just trying to make you look good and feel good.
0: That's it. Like, we don't need that kind of energy. So serious. It's so crazy. Like, that's so true. And I think my experience was very crazy because I would always get these suburban jobs. You know, they love a black mm-hmm. girl. I was always the yeah. black girl. And the white women, they just thought I was like a magician because I am more of a natural beat. So I have to look at your face for a second and be like, okay, I see what I like and bring mm-hmm. that out a little bit more. And they're like, oh, my exactly. God. Like, oh, my God. And I'm just like, it was already there. I just, like, brought it out a little bit. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, and that's
1: the craziest part. It's usually already there. Yeah,
0: I'm just polishing it up.
1: There. I'm just
0: a polisher. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's it. That's all I'm doing. Right. Like, I'll never forget, when I was working for Clinique, this lady, she came to the counter, and she was like, how oh, she basically wanted a whole new makeup bag. She wanted everything. And, of course, as a sales associate, I'm like, oh, it's lit. Like, my, my goal for the day is Litty. Not. So, I'm just like, all right, I'm going to take my time with her. Right. Ask, answer all her questions that she has, et cetera. And then, as I'm trying products on her, she busts out in tears, just crying hysterically. And I'm like, okay, I'm about to put these brushes down. What's going on? What's what's, what's happening? Like, it's a Tuesday evening, and you're in Macy's bawling right now like what's going on right then she started telling me how she had recently broke up with her boyfriend and all this other stuff and she was just like feeling real down about herself and all this other stuff and I was just like whoa Mm -mm. I don't like this one I don't know what happened in your relationship but at the end of the day like if you thought that coming to a counter to get makeup was, like, the solution. Let me just tell you, when you first came here, I felt your energy. You seem like a really nice, genuine person. Like, if he doesn't want to be with you, that's his loss. But at the end of the day, like, you're beautiful on the inside, so you don't have to worry about this makeup and all this other stuff. And granted, that probably wasn't the best thing for me to say, meaning being that I work at a beauty counter. But I just felt like I had to tell her that because I feel like so many people think beauty is always on the outside and sometimes you gotta remind people like listen you got it on the outside and inside and don't let anybody make you feel any different
0: so you a spiritual advisor and a beauty advisor got it I
1: no would,
0: <laughs> <definitely>. <laughs> no I, I really feel that and i love that thank you for sharing that because i have like so many of the sure. same experiences but kind of like the opposite i never really dealt i've dealt with that but it's just, like, the ones that stuck out to me was, like, cancer patients and things like that. They mm-hmm. would come with these bald eyebrows. We definitely they,
1: experienced that
0: a lot. Yeah, and I, they would look at yeah. my eyebrows, and i will be like, well, let's pick up the dip brow. And then we're going to do this, that, and the other. Or, like, hyperpigmentation back when we still had the Clarisonic. And I'm just like, it's not the products. It's the brush. Work on yeah. cleansing.
1: Exactly. Like,
0: it was just amazing. And I'm just like... Yo, I learned something in there. Like, we learned something that makes us amazing, amazing content creators because people can really connect with our word. You were one of the first writers I ever really gravitated towards on XO because I'm just like, I feel like she's talking to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like she's actually, I'm at her counter and she's right here, the way that she writes. And so, yeah. that's like a transferable skill that
1: exactly you can't exactly.
0: imitate, you know what I'm saying?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Pretty bitch energy. <laughs> exactly. And I feel
1: like that, like, it's definitely transferable because I feel like my ability to talk to people as if I'm their friend behind the counter is why I was very successful as a um, beauty advisor, like, I didn't care about, like, I didn't stress making goals that they set for us because I knew at the end of the day, like, me just talking to somebody and having a conversation with them, like, it was enough for me to, like, hit any metric that I need to hit. And I feel like I do the same thing with writing, like you said, like, at the end of the day, I want the person that's reading it to feel connected. Like, I'm not just going to be sound like a robot that you can't trust and don't feel human. Like, nah. I have, I know good grammar and good spelling and all that good stuff, but I'm definitely going to spice
0: it up a little bit with my own personality you know i love it i love it that's mad pretty and i think that is just the new pretty i just remember watching america's next top model and just watching those girls get laid down like literally like laid down like shot down and i'm like how could we what part of What was going on back then? Because I feel like we are in a different state of thought now. (laughs) Why was it okay? Like, what is going on? Like, I don't understand. Is it the sororities? Because in the world of, and it ain't nothing wrong with alphas and, and, and deltas, but I'm more of a zeta, you know? Like, I like to really... Use every sense and every part of my mind to read a room. So, like, what part, what was going on back then that people thought that was entertaining? Because I never thought it was cool from the beginning, and I don't think it was cool mm-hmm. now. You know what I'm saying?
1: No, I feel that completely. um It's funny that you brought that up because I want to say, where is it streaming right now? Hulu or something?
0: Girl, I got to figure it out. All I know is I I can go off of the I I watch YouTube because, you know, all of the models is coming out now.
1: Uh, yeah, true, true, true.
0: And, you know, who is looking real, real crazy right now? Crazy, crazy, crazy in love with herself or something. I don't know. Because <laughs> I said I'd rather I'd rather Naomi Campbell hit me with the phone because at least it's direct. At least I can see it coming. I don't yeah. like those indirect stuff because you really just be sitting there, like, trying to figure out, am I overreacting? Am I underreacting? Like... <laughs> yeah.
1: No, but I thought about um watching Top Model. I was just like, you know what? I cannot deal with Tyra and her team picking I apart these girls. Like, I feel like when I was watching, I was pretty young, so... I don't know. I feel like I watched it at a very like superficial kind of level, but now just seeing like the clips, like, nah, that energy that they was giving was super ugly. Trying to it make just these was girls ugly. Feel ugly about themselves.
0: I literally stopped watching after Takara because mm. I was just like, I don't she, remember
1: what season that was. That was season
0: three. It was oh, season damn. three. I remember because I was in middle school and I stopped watching it because I just was like, one, she comes in as like a fucking vibrator, a vibrant thing, like a fucking vibrator. And then she leaves, like you telling me, you mean to tell me, I finally get to see someone with a video vixen body come on America's Top Model and be going high fashion. You mean to tell me she leaves and she's like a a dimmed light bulb.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. I was like, I'm not watching this no more because I don't get it. That was my one. I didn't understand. She was serving everything on a platter. So I'm like, yeah, what is going on? And after that, I just stopped. I just couldn't watch it no more. I just couldn't. I think I, I watched bit. it again for ISIS. I watched it again for ISIS, and I don't even know mm-hmm. if they was in the same season because it sounds like Eva, ISIS, they was around the same time. But after that, I just was like, I can't watch these people get, like, slaughtered. It's like watching someone get slaughtered, and what what has changed between now and then, you know?
1: That whole... Oh, t- I know what changed. I feel like visibility is what changed. I was about to say... Had that happened today, it would not have had rocked. Like right, would have ended up on Twitter. Right, ruined. Right, next thing you would have know, who had um top model was it? Was it UPN at first and then somebody else? I
0: feel like it was UPN.
1: I can't remember, girl. Well, whoever would have had it, that shit would have went viral on Twitter or somewhere else, and that show would have been done for. Like how <laughs> today we're not having it at all.
0: Like, how do you sit there and literally kick somebody off for being on Playboy? And that's Vanessa Williams' story. hmm Yep. Like, how do you do that? How do you do that with a, a a conscious and people are around you like, oh, yes, honey. Yes. Yes. Like, what? <laughs> so I'm just like, I'm just so happy, you know, endings mean new beginnings. And there's a part of the story of beauty that is ending and I'm just so excited to see what is I want to is it is it going back to a certain era that I didn't know about maybe in the 60s and 70s of beauty with the jerry curl and is it going back because all I know is this bullshit I mean I don't know about
1: a jerry curl but (laughs) definitely the 70s like the whole very like Less is more, like, enhancing your beauty, but not necessarily, like, feeling like you have to transform. Investing
0: in what you already have. How about that? Exactly. Right.
1: There
0: you go. Right. I'm just so excited for it. I mean, it's just in real life right now. It's in real life right now. We are doxing. We don't even have to be ugly right now to show somebody else's ugliness. All they got to do is just pull back the curtain at
1: this point. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) <laughs> i
0: just it. i just love it i love it what are some of your favorite tips beauty tips that you would give inside and out to some of the listeners
1: inside and out hmm first I guess i'm gonna i'm gonna uh who i'm gonna start with inside or out okay i'm gonna start with inside um inside i would definitely say like be very careful of like the thoughts that you let form in your brain but also like the energy that you throw towards people like i think about myself maybe as a teenager and i feel like i was somewhat of a mean girl because like the mean girl is the one that everybody you know wants to be friends with she's funny at other people's expense and all that other kind of stuff right i feel like there's other ways for you to be humorous and have like you know a distinct personality without necessarily being a mean girl so like for instance on Twitter and that kind of stuff one thing I definitely want to do for this year and beyond is stop engaging in conversation that's just like ripping people apart like I feel like Twitter like you post a selfie, I don't know, you might have six toes and somebody got to point it out and the next thing you know, this person's just doing it for laughs because right. they know it's going to go viral. Like, I just don't want to participate in that kind of stuff. Right. It's kind of like when I first started writing, I decided that gossip and celebrity news and all that other stuff, that's not shit you going to catch me writing about. Not Unless no it's something empowering. Right. No. Yeah. So definitely like watch what you're saying and the kind of conversations that you participate in because even if you didn't like start up the thought just you participating in it it's enough to be ugly as fuck um for outside um definitely just like treating your body better like not just skincare but just like what you're putting into your body drinking more water getting more sleep vitamins things of that nature i'm not perfect in that area but it's definitely you know something i'm working on right i was reading um this is not the prettiest person on the inside but um charlemagne's book um black privilege yes yeah and he was talking about basically how he knows a lot of people that would put nothing but premium gas in their car clean their jordans by hand but they'll put whatever the fuck in their bodies and he was just talking about his experience when he decided to eat better and start working out. And just uh, that really stuck with me. Like, damn, I'm really that girl that will sit here and be like, oh, my Jordan's got to be clean to tea every Saturday. But I'm about to go to Shade Shack and put this trash in my stomach. Like, and that hit me. And I definitely think that's something that we should definitely be more privy to. Especially now when you see COVID is spreading, we have all these health concerns. Like you just gotta treat yourself better. You only get one body.
0: You only get one body, you only get one life, you only get one chance to blow. Oh. <laughs> no, okay. you get many chances to blow. I but can't. you gotta keep yourself at tip you gotta stay ready so you don't gotta get ready, period.
1: Exactly. <laughs>
0: All right. Well, Mika, I'm definitely going to have you back again. If you'll come back again, you're a busy 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 woman and you're only going to get busier because it's cool Girl, to be your, me. your <laughs> It's only going to get you know, it's it's cool to be real now.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, what, what can you say? Can do, <laughs> what, do you, what do you say? Can a real nigga make make content anymore?
1: <laughs> I can.
0: Alright, well thank you for keeping it real, sis. Of course. <laughs> Alright. <laughs>